Il presidente. Ma cos'è la sinistra? Hello and welcome back to Take a Left, the podcast from the Socialists and Democrats. As ever, we're looking at the problems facing Europe and giving an account of what the left is doing about them. This week, we're talking about the energy price crisis. As temperatures drop across Europe, the rise in energy prices is beginning to bite. The natural gas that Europeans use to heat their homes currently costs about five times more than it did last year. There's a number of reasons why, but the impact on millions of Europeans is an urgent concern. As we keep saying, some people will be choosing between heating their home and buying food. What's the EU doing about it? What are we doing about it? Today, we're speaking with Mr. Dan Nika, a Romanian member of the European Parliament, coordinating the work of the Socialists and Democrats in the field of energy, industry and research. Dan, thank you for joining us. It's a great pleasure to be with you and hello to everybody. Thank you so much. Well, I'd like to start by asking you, you just that. What, what can you do or what can the S&D, what can the EU do for people who are struggling to pay their bills? Do you know how many there are? No. In, the, in, the, in excess of 100 million people. So, uh, unfortunately, the situation, uh, as we speak, is very bad. So, uh, with the current price level, uh, I think the data for the month of September this year, uh, they show that 20% of Romanians, they are unable to keep uh, their home adequately warm. But for Bulgaria, the percentage is 50%, 48% for Cyprus, and 38% for Portugal and Lithuania. We can talk about what the EU can do and what the EU has or hasn't done, but some national governments are already reacting. Do you think that there's some good examples to follow there? The Spanish government, they already proposed the reduction of the VAT paid by the, the paid on electricity, reduction of the taxes on electricity generation, the, a change in the regulated tariffs, or to, they want to incentivize the use of electricity network uh, at times of low demand, and uh, they want to reduce the energy poverty. To reduce the energy poverty by 25%, that's, that's the plan of the Spanish government by 2025. Belgium, we are in Belgium, right? The government has put in place a social tariff uh, with a social price cap for electricity and natural gas, but only for households. The tariff is much more favorable than the commercial tariff and uh, is set for vulnerable households. Okay, great. So there's some examples of some positive things that national governments are doing, but... Not all of them. And not with all the measures necessary to be taken now, because some of them, they're afraid that for some of the measures, they need the approval or prior approval of the European Commission. Okay. Because not all the measures can be uh, can be taken by the national governments. There are legi- EU legislations which specifically says that for some, for example, for the VIT, for other, 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 other issues, yeah. you have to have a prior approval and consultation with the European Commission. That's why the communication from the Commission today was of a paramount importance because at least because we are not happy yeah to be honest with you with the communication of the from the commission but at least they present a kind of of clear set of rules which the national government um, can follow or what kind of measures they can adapt without breaking any rules such competition okay. rules or 
taxation rules on the energy. The Commission just presented their, they call it a toolbox uh, for, for things that, that they can do to, uh, to help with this energy price crisis. For you, it doesn't do enough. Um, will it help us get through the cold months? No, we are far from being happy. This is not uh, enough. Because what is missing is a decisive and concrete and aggressive action from the European Commission using European funds in order to tackle this issue. This has to be the, 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 major, the, the major issue for the European Commission and the, the, for us in the European Parliament to push, over, uh, to push to, to the European Commission to take these measures as soon as possible. Because, you know, just the, let me give you an example. In Romania, mm-hmm. in Romania the, the, the minimum income is somewhere like 260 euros. One third... That's the, the minimum wage. The minimum wage. So one third of the population of the workers, they are at minimum wage. The level of foreseen electricity bills and natural gas, because we are using a lot of natural gas in Romania for heating, and it's cold in winter in Romania. Of Actually, course. we have snow right, right now. It's close to that amount. So yeah. where are the money left for food? Yeah. For, for rent. To pay the rent, to... Yeah. to uh, to, to try to buy some medicines because the same is true for the pensioners. The, the average pension is around 200 and something euro. So again, that kind of bills, they will, be, they will match the average pension. And if you are a pensioner, you have to have money for your food. You have to have money for your medicines. And you have to keep your house warm yeah. because otherwise you can get into big troubles yeah, of course. So, so generally, we feel that the the commission hasn't done enough so far. Do you think that there's anything to say about the joint power of the EU buying together? Is that something that that the commission could do more of? Yes, yes, yes. And I think this is a must. We have a major, an, okay, an important supplier, which is Gazprom in Europe. We have a lot of a second one, which is the Norwegian gas. But for Central and Eastern Europe. Is only Gazprom, so we don't see any gas from uh, uh, from Norway. Who is going to negotiate? I mean, I'm talking about the negotiating power. Who is going to negotiate with Gazprom? And what kind of prices you are going to get from Gazprom? So my point is that if it will be a common purchase agreement like the one we had for the COVID vaccines, mm-hmm. then you'll get better prices and... Gazprom, they will, uh, I think they will, uh, let's put it this way, the Gazprom, they will fulfill their contracts and they will be very nice with the European Union because mm-hmm. you cannot play with European unions, Union. With member states, especially if they are small member yeah. states or not very rich member states, I bet that this will not be the case, the same situation. Are you afraid of, a, of, a, of an energy price freeze? Um, d- does this help? And do you think it's a good measure? It's a desperate measure. Normally, we shouldn't uh, talk about something like that. But I don't see any other way to, to deal with that. Of course, the commission says that, look, you have to help the vulnerable consumers. And they're right. We have to do that. We have to do that right away. Uh, we, you have to uh, to try to put in place measures to to help the small and medium-sized companies. Again, they are right. If you freeze the prices, that means you will not have the effect on everything else. So you avoid inflation. Uh, you protect the people, really protect the people, not only because the the prices of the electricity bills uh, is high, 
but also for the food, for commodities, for transportation, for mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. So it's a kind of stabilization, a forced stabilization of the situation. So I've got to ask about the European Green Deal and how the environmental policy of the EU is related to the, to the current crisis. You must be aware that some people are asking themselves and some people are blaming the transition from fossil fuels to renewables for, <coughs> for the price rise. What, what, what do you think? What does the S&D think? I don't think so, because we always, we, um, uh, we describe uh, uh, the Green Deal that is something, uh, we need a red heart, that was our statement. And uh, I think that we have to be careful, because it's not about the Green Deal, it's about the stupid measures taken by some national governments, I know the situation in Romania, mm-hmm. they decided to, co- to close uh, a big coal uh, the energy producer, mm-hmm. that's okay. But they didn't replace prior to this uh, the closure with something else, like solar, gas, uh, wind. Mm-hmm. So the situation now in Romania is that we've been, historically speaking, until two years, two years ago, a big producer, energy producer, able to export energy to our neighboring countries. And now we are net importers. Right. So unprotected in the, with these uh, prices uh, which are uh, going crazy all over uh, Europe. So it's not a green deal. And the green deal uh, is showing something else. The, peop- the, the member states, they have to invest heavily in renewables, in mm-hmm. solar, because it's the cheapest energy and to have long-term contracts. Because if you have a long-term contract with companies working in renewables, mm-hmm. Uh, then you can, you, what will be the result? You'll have lower bills or even negative bills. This, of course, with uh, right storage capacities in place. Yeah. So we have to be clever. We know what, uh, what are the solutions, but we have to act again. Now. Okay. We've already talked about the, the speculation and, and, and potential manipulation of, of the energy market. Is there something the EU can do concretely? How is this possible that all the gas storage capacities in Europe, they were at the lowest level, most almost all of them, and the companies in charge, they suppose to have a level of, uh, the, to fill these capacities up, up to the level of, of a level of 80 to 90 percent. So it does a kind of agreement to have lower level, so that, that le- led to these prices increase because, you know, market is reacting to some analysts. And the analysts, they said, the economic analysts, they said, look, the level of the gas storage is low. It will be a high demand because the winter is coming. So therefore, it will be a shortage the, the, of gas. Gas is also the main source for uh, producing electricity, or at least an important one in the European Union. So the prices went up. This is the explanation. So that's number one. Why I think we need a, a, a clear investigation and uh, with, uh, with very fast answers because mm-hmm. we have to know if it was a market manipulation, what, was, what, uh, what are the measures? Yeah. And what will be the measures which is going uh, to be taken by the um, uh, European Commission? And number two, the prices of the CO2 certificate. In nine months, the prices, they just doubled with no connection with Asia, with Gazprom, with nothing else. It was a just a pure increase. And that's uh, the, the implication of the CO2 is 10 euros for okay. each consumer in the European Union. 10 euros per megawatt hour. So that's 
that's not acceptable. What's your message to our listeners? What is the left doing for people that are worried about their energy bills this winter? So our main message is nobody will be left alone. So we are here to help all the citizens of the European Union. We are going to help them to survive. This is the word, to survive over the winter. And nobody, and nobody will be forced to choose between heating or buying food or medicaments. We are here to make sure that they are protected and we are, we are also uh, will struggle to push to all relevant entities, European Commission, the Council, the governments of the member states to act now to protect the interest of the companies, to protect the interest of the, the, the EU citizens. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. After speaking with Dan Nika, I spoke to an organization that represents consumers, ordinary people who are concerned about heating their homes. Everyone has a representation in Brussels and Bayuk is the advocacy group for European consumers. I spoke to Anna Martin, energy policy officer, about what they want from the EU. Hello, Anna. Thanks for joining us. Good afternoon. <laughs> so straight to it. Do you think the EU is doing enough? Yeah, well, I think the, the EU is doing what they can do. I mean, uh, they don't have that much competences in all what is, for example, taxes um, and, and generally uh, energy tariffs. But I think the, the toolbox is a welcome step in the right direction and it points to the measures which member states now can take um, to help consumers um, immediately um, to to better I mean to better tackle this crisis um, so for instance um, some of the suggestions in there are social payments or so direct support uh, via lump sums um, to consumers uh, a reduction in taxation which we are long been calling for um, that consumers are paying less on their energy bill in terms of um, taxes and levies and charges and um, also a ban on disconnection. That's also something which uh, which we find particularly important that consumers are not getting disconnected from the grid um, when, um, when they are struggling to pay their energy bills. And what about a price freeze? Do you agree with that? Yes, that has been something uh, which our members have been calling for in several countries, for example, Belgium, Spain, um, and also France. So it's it's something um, we would see as as really an important measure to 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 tackle this crisis because uh, we don't know where prices will going do, during winter and the heating season just started. Um, so consumers are really afraid that they they won't be able to to heat their homes adequately. And in terms of good responses from policymakers, obviously the Commission's just started to act, but some national governments have already been moving. Have any member states stood out as good examples? Yes, I mean, um, some good examples came out also pushed pushed by our members. For example, in Belgium, um, there has been uh, just yesterday um, a prolongation of the social tariff so that lower income consumers um, don't need to go to the market to, to get an energy uh, supplier, but they they have a safe social tariff on which uh, they can rely, um, not paying, um, I mean, paying a, a reasonable amount for their energy. 
in France, there has been a lump sum paid to uh, of 100 euro to consumers, which is probably not enough, but it's a start um, to help consumers directly and immediately, which is which is quite urgent. Um, um, yeah, so so there are some good examples, but it's for now it's just starting. And uh, what we would highlight definitely is that there is an urgency to to take a whole menu of measures. And I think the two books provided such menu, and now the the member states have to to choose those which are um, re- relevant for their for their national circumstances. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to Take a Left, the podcast from the Progressive Alliance of Socialists and Democrats in the European Parliament. Stay safe and take care.